Hi everybody, this is Alan Fine, and I'm here with Peter Johnson, who's Manager Market Development for Nova Scotia. We're going to talk about Nova Scotia, its areas. We're going to talk about trip ideas. It's all part of Rendezvous Canada and getting you guys to know more about Canada so we can sell more Canada here on Insider Travel Report. Peter, thanks for talking to us. Absolutely, happy to do it. Where is Nova Scotia and how do you get there? Yeah, so Nova Scotia is located on the east coast of Canada. Uh, we're part of the Atlantic provinces, made up of New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland and Labrador, and of course Nova Scotia. Uh, so we are very accessible. Uh, we have an international airport in Halifax, Nova Scotia, our capital city, city and uh, flights from the northeastern United States, from New York, Boston, Chicago, uh, not Chicago, <laughs> uh, Washington, Philadelphia, and uh, direct flights from Frankfurt and London as well. So we're and across Canada, major cities, you can get there quite easily. So we're going to talk about uh, Nova Scotia in terms of regions, right? Yes, exactly. So uh, Nova Scotia is broken into seven different touring regions, each distinct uh, in terms of what they offer in terms of product and experiences and geography. Uh, so there's seven of them and I think we're going to start with the Halifax. Uh, so let's start with the Halifax Metro. Yes, so Halifax Metro is our capital city. It's the largest city in Atlantic Canada. We call it our vibrant city by the sea because the ocean is even accessible in downtown Halifax. We have a lovely boardwalk that extends the, the waterfront. It's four kilometers long, amazing restaurants, lots of history, museums, live music to experience there. And it's a very accessible city, very easy to get around and walk around the city. All right, now moving to the South Shore. Yes, so South Shore, my personal favorite. Uh, I'm from the town of Lunenburg, which is a world UNESCO heritage site on the uh, South Shore. So the South Shore is dotted with beautiful seaside communities like Lunenburg, um, and of course, Peggy's Cove, uh, which is the most photographed lighthouse in Canada, also on the South Shore. And they'll see that in the slide. And then let's talk about Yarmouth and Acadia. Yes, so Yarmouth Acadian Shores is on the very southern tip of Nova Scotia, very much known for its French culture. There was a lot of French settlement in that area of the province, so you can really experience that through the festivals and events there through the summer, through the cuisine, lots of cultural and historical experiences to be had from a French cultural perspective. And then the Annapolis Valley on the Bay of Fundy. Yes, so the Annapolis Valley is on the Bay of Fundy, as you mentioned. It's part of the valley where we have a growing wine region. So Nova Scotia has one of the fastest <laughs> growing wine regions in uh, North America. We have over 27 wineries in Nova Scotia, and they're just wonderful experiences where you can go and do wine tasting, our award-winning wines. We have an Appalachian wine called the Title title Bay Wine, which pairs lovely with our seafood, and it's and just a, and you can stay on some of the vineyards, it's just a really lovely experience. Now it's on the Bay of Fundy, which I enjoy the, the whole tidal thing. Tell us about that, please. Yeah, so the Bay of Fundy is a pretty spectacular area of the province, known for the world's highest tides. So the highest tides were actually recorded at Burnt Coat Head Park in Nova Scotia at 54 feet. Twice a day, the tides go in and out. Uh, 200 billion tons of seawater moves in and out of the Bay of Fundy, so it creates some phenomenal experiences. 12 species of whales come into the Bay of Fundy, so great whale watching. We have tidal bore rafting, you can walk on the ocean floor, and you can even dine on the ocean floor. Four dinner on the ocean floor. Really cool. And now uh, Northumberland. 
So the Northumberland Shore is really known as our beach area. So believe it or not, we have warm waters in Nova Scotia. Not everybody thinks that, but actually in the summer season, the waters reach 20 degrees, beautiful white sand beaches and lovely seaside accommodation. So it's a really nice area for warm water swimming. And talk about the island, Cape Breton Island. Cape Breton Island, yes, so that's on the no most northern part of Nova Scotia and looks drastically, drastically different than other parts of the province. It's a very, uh, it's reminiscent of the highlands of Scotland, so known for the Cabot Trail, which is one of the world's most uh, scenic drives, uh, the Highlands National Park with over 26 hiking trails, spectac spectacular coastal hiking, um, and of course the Gaelic culture is amazing in Cape Breton. That's really where you're going to experience those Cayleys and the music and the festivals and events, uh, and really that Scottish and Irish part of our culture. And let's move to the Eastern Shore. Yes, so the Eastern Shore is between Cape Breton and Halifax. Um, it's really known as sort of our pristine wilderness, uh, outdoor soft adventure. You can go kayaking around wild islands, you can do coastal hiking, um, lots of outdoor sort of adventure experiences to be had there. Now let's focus on those adventure experiences. So adventure experiences, yes, well, as I said early in the presentation, uh, you know, Nova Scotia is a coastal des destination with over 13,000 kilometers of coastline. So of course, there's the Halifax Boardwalk where you can experience the Halifax waterfront. Uh, there is uh, surfing, believe it or not, on the Eastern Shore. People come from around the world to actually surf our waves on the Eastern Shore of Nova Scotia. And we talked a little bit about dining on the ocean floor, but that's a pretty phenomenal experience. Uh, where a chef comes in, he sets up the tables, white linen dinner, everything is focused on local seafood and wine pairings, and everything's set up as the tide goes out. You have your lovely dinner on the ocean floor, and everybody moves out of the way before the tides come back in. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up early, because that was a better description. But anyway, um, let's talk about the historical ties that, that can become part of a, a, a trip to, to Nova Scotia. Yeah, so lots of, uh, lots of opportunity to experience that history in Nova Scotia. Uh, Halifax actually was part of a national defense uh, system that the British set up. Uh, so one of the uh, national historic sites in Halifax is the uh, Citadel. It's probably Parks Canada most visited historic site. It's in the middle of the city. It's a star-shaped fortress. And there are other components of that defense system that can be visited around Halifax as well. And of course, we have six designated UNESCO World heritage sites that speak to the history in Nova Scotia. I mentioned Lunenburg, but there's actually five others throughout the province that you can visit, and all sort of telling a different story about our history and our, our land in Nova Scotia. Canada is, is investing not only in the marketing, but in its culture and in its, its people. Uh, let's talk about some cultural aspects. Yeah, so the culture in Nova Scotia is such a big part of what we're all about, and, uh, and the tourism experience when our visitors come here. I mean, People are really what make Nova Scotia what it is, I think. And we have a lot of different founding cultures in Nova Scotia. So our original settlers were our indigenous settlers, the Mi'kmaq. Um, and you can learn about the Mi'kmaq at various places throughout the province. There's lots of opportunity to, to learn about that culture. Uh, we have French settlers, as I, I mentioned earlier. Those French communities are located around the province. Um, and those uh, French settlers were called L'Acadie. So they were Acadian French. Um, and they 
they have a great history and influence to our culture in Nova Scotia. And then, of course, we had the British, uh, who had a stronghold on Nova Scotia at times. There was a struggle between the British and the French at many times. Um, but those British uh, brought a lot of different cultures into Nova Scotia when they uh, brought uh, settlers in from Germany, uh, Scotland, uh, Ireland, to help settle the land in Nova Scotia. So that really created a melting pot of cultures from Europe. And then, of course, we also had uh, black um, black settlers from uh, after the War of Independence settle in uh, around the Shelburne area in Nova Scotia. So we have an interesting black history uh, throughout our province as well. Yeah, we all know that you can eat well in Nova Scotia. Yes, you can eat very well. Uh, culinary experience is is one of the things that makes Nova Scotia so special. And I really want to go on these trails. We make it really easy for everybody to experience the cuisine in Nova Scotia. So we've developed three different trails. Uh, one is focused on lobster, and you can experience all the uh, lobster dishes around the province. And, uh, and it, the program was curated through Taste of Nova Scotia, which is the uh, leading organization for food and beverage in Nova Scotia. So every restaurant that participates in the, in the program has a designated um, they use all local ingredients and wines and that sort of thing. So it's a really local experience. So the lobster trail, you can try lobster every which way you want. We have another one called the chowder trail, so you can just eat your way around the province yes. in terms of the different types of chowder available, whether it's seafood chowder, lobster chowder, scallop chowder, all the chowders. And do I have to do these separately or can I do lobster chowder trail? Uh, you can do one. Some of the restaurants are both the same, right? Yes, exactly. So no, so I want to I want to eat my way through both trails blazing at the same time. Excellent idea. I, I encourage that. There's a third trail. There's a third trail known as the Good Cheer Trail, and so this is the one that really features our our wines in Nova Scotia, our craft breweries, and all the great um, the all the great. Uh, other spirits that we produce. I mean, you separate in the region so we can handle it, and you separate it in the trails, yeah. but this trail is one major lobster chowder drinking as trail. Can, as you said, you can enjoy them all along the way. Yeah, you don't have to do them independently. <laughs> Now you have world-class golfing though. We have some amazing golf in Nova Scotia. The courses are just spectacular. Uh, we've had courses ranked as number one in Canada before, particularly our courses in Cape Breton on the Cabot Trail. Uh, those courses are just along the ocean on, on, cl on cliffs. Uh, Cabot Cliffs is, is one of the most famous ones there in Cape Breton. Um, so really spectacular golfing with the most amazing views you're ever going to experience, yeah. Our travel advisors need to book people into places. We got some new hotels. Yeah, we always have new uh, properties and accommodations opening up. Uh, we have some new ones that are have recently opened. A beautiful historic inn in Windsor, 172-year-old property. It's been completely renovated. It has 11 spacious rooms in it. Very comfortable. Uh, we have a new Moxie opening up in Halifax yeah, on the water. We know Moxie even in Manhattan. Yeah, it's actually the first one in Canada to be opening up, and that's supposed to be open this summer, actually. And uh, we have some unique accommodations as well. Uh, White, Point, uh, White Point Beach Resort, which is located on the So Shore, they just added something called tree houses. So it's these uh, unique um, accommodations that are nestled in the trees. Yeah. So you'll see that in the slide. Yeah, excellent. Yes, so in Cape Breton on the Cabot Trail, there's been a new campground added to the Highlands National Park. So again, offering some unique accommodations, authentics, as well as lots of service sites. And of course, being located right on the Cabot Trail uh, on the coast is, is just a wonderful place to stay 
for anybody who's interested in that camping experience. And some unique accommodations down in the Yarmouth area too, Cabanda Horizon Luxury um, Staycation. It's, uh, they're actually made out of sea containers, so with all the amenities uh, that you would receive at any kind of luxury type hotel, it's pretty neat. And they're nestled right on the coast as well, so those spectacular. That's on the slide too, you can see what that looks like. Yeah. Now, if you want to glamp, you have your, your selection. Yes, we have domes, lots of them. <laughs> uh, domes has been, you know, they're just one of those things that I think have been popping up everywhere. Uh, but, you know, the thing that I think that makes them so special in Nova Scotia is because we, we do have this amazing coast. So they're in these lovely settings, whether it be a coastal view or, or among the treetops, that sort of thing. So, yes, it, it, it's not unlike a lot of domes elsewhere, but... It's amazing. It's like, where should we put a Starbucks? It's like, where should we put a dome? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it keeps growing and growing. <laughs> yeah. Now we mentioned vi uh, vineyard stays. Did you want to get specific? Yeah, sure. I can mention a few of them. Uh, so this is a fairly new product in the last couple years. So Grand Prix Winery uh, in Wilfville. That's actually the oldest winery in Nova Scotia. They uh, recently converted their family home into a lovely, uh, lovely six. I think it's six rooms, um, and they and it's a beautiful property. They offer dining on site, um, and then of course all that wine tasting experiences. So it's a lovely experience. Um, oh, I should mention another one. Um, authentic. Seacoast, uh, who's at the show with us, of course, they offer yurts in the winery uh, on the, and this one's on the eastern shore, uh, which we talked a little bit about in the Guysboro area, um, but really cool yurts with hot tubs outside, and they're just, you know, perched right on the edge of the water as well, and then you have, you're surrounded by a vineyard. Very broad category, but the slide is experiences. Yeah, so experiences. I think we. Were, I was just looking to capture a few of the newer experiences uh, to give an idea of the types of things you can do in Nova Scotia. So a new, a new one that's been created is a, a dining on a beach, which is a six-course dinner featuring all local cuisine. This one in particular has a French Acadian element to it. Uh, Sober Island Boat Tours is actually a lobster fishing tour where you can go out on a lobster boat with a lobster fisher. Uh, learn about the fishery and then of course eat lobster. Uh, that's the fam trip before the lobster trail. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Or you could incorporate it right in. <laughs> Um, and then you can learn to sail out of Halifax. There's a sailing company there called Jay Farwell, uh, which will actually give you a, that hands-on experience of learning how to sail. So uh, now travel advisors, hopefully we got them all excited and they want to learn more. So who can they contact? What's the URL? Yes, so uh, to get more information on Nova Scotia, just visit novascotia.com and specifically for travel trade information, it's just a, a backslash travel trade. And lots of information on there, uh, sample itineraries, we have virtual reality videos, we have a virtual fam tour where you can experience Nova Scotia virtually, so please check it out and lots more information on there. Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome, my pleasure. Please send everybody to Nova Scotia. This is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.